It's really a gift and a curse because it's so easy to build a store, but so many people don't build it the right way. And your store needs to be optimized. So when people get to that website, you have the highest opportunity and chance to be able to push them through the funnel and they make a purchase at the end. Welcome to the T-Shirt Millionaires Podcast, where T-Shirt brand owners will learn how to advertise and sell to the masses online, transforming your business and helping you build an impactful brand that connects to the hearts of your target audience. It's your T-Shirt Millionaires mentor, Charles Smith III. What's going on, T-Shirt Millionaires? I'm Charles Smith, the host of the T-Shirt Millionaires podcast, and this is episode number three, how your e-commerce store needs to be optimized in order to generate sales online. And we're going to be covering today the e-commerce store, okay? So whether you have a Shopify store, whether you're on Wix, whether you're on selling on Etsy, whatever it is, there's going to be certain factors that need to be in play in order to help you sell more t-shirts online, okay? And so that's going to be really important, and we're going to go into that, and we're going to talk about that. Um, But before we go ahead and get into the episode, I have a quick sponsor that I want to shout out, and then we'll talk about how to optimize your e-commerce store. All right, T-Shirt Millionaires, what's going on? So let's go ahead and get into this content and talk about how to optimize your e-commerce store for sales. The first thing that I want to talk about here is when it comes to e-commerce platforms, there's a lot of different services that you can use. But the platform that I love the most and what I always recommend is Shopify. I'm a huge Shopify advocate. When it comes to Shopify, I love their platform. I love the functionality of the platform. Um, It's easy to use once you get in and just start poking around and learn how to use it. It's easy to use. Um, It has an app store where you can add several different features at will to your store to, you know, improve it, increase conversions, just do uh, different things that um, can drive sales, generate leads, whatever. You know, they have tons of apps within their store and I love the apps. Um, And then also the fact that the Shopify app itself, that when, you know, your Shopify store on your phone, it is basically you can run your store for the most part from your phone. There's so many things that I do on the go just from my phone and their app is amazing. I mean, when it comes to how they built that app, hands down, there's nothing else out there like it. And so I really love Shopify, but Shopify is not the only person that you have to choose. There's other platforms out there. Uh, you know, people use Big Cartel, Wix, um, you know, Magento, different things like that. I don't know anything about those other platforms, but you know, as long as you can get some of these basic principles implemented in your store, you can use whatever platform that you want to use. It's more so about the e-commerce optimization principles. Okay. And so let's talk about this. Let's talk about conversion rate before we get into uh, the full discussion about the tactics. So as I said in a previous episode, 
When it comes to the industry average conversion rate, when somebody visits your store the first time, you know, it may be somewhere behind around 3%. And honestly, I start, I'm starting to feel like 3% is probably high. You know what I'm saying? But we let's just go ahead and use 3% as a benchmark. So if 100 people visited your online store today and the industry average was 3%, what we're saying is three people would buy and then... 97 people would leave. Now, when it comes to those 97 people, um, you know, those people doesn't mean that they're not interested in your brand. There's other things that could have been happening in their life that pulled them away from your website. And so it's going to be important to stay in front of those people uh, by retargeting them with whether it's email or whether it's text message or whether it's banner ads or whether it's Facebook and Instagram ads or Snapchat chat ads. There's a lot of ways that you can retarget your audience. But, um, you know, that doesn't mean that they're not interested Now, what we want to always try to do is increase that conversion rate as high as we possibly can. So, um, you know, if it's at 3%, if we can get it to 4% or 5% or 6% or even higher than that, then that helps us earn more money. Um, That pushes more people through our funnel um, to purchase from us and bring them brings them into our world. And so that helps us a lot if we can do things to increase that conversion rate. And there's some tactics and some principles that can allow you to do that. So the number one thing that I want to talk about is having an e-commerce store that is optimized and that it has trust. I think that's probably the number one factor that we need to take into account here. Does your website exude trust? Now, when I say exude trust, what I exactly mean? What do I exactly mean by that? So you can have uh, exude trust just by the design and the way that your store is put together aesthetically, right? So there's some websites that I go to that just look. They look bad. You know what I'm saying? They, 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 they work. They are not put together well. The graphics look like it's old 1980s. Um, you know, the buttons are all type of different sizes and colors. The fonts and the text just look out of whack. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure y'all been to some stores like that before. So trust in the way that your brand looks, the appearance of it needs to just look good. You know what I'm saying? Like I said in the previous episode, it doesn't have to be done by, you know, an A1 graphic designer who, you know, lives in Photoshop and Illustrator all day, but it just needs to have, you know, a good feeling. You know what I'm saying? So when people go through and they shop and they look through your store, um, that, you know, is very strong and it looks good. So that's the very first thing. So also when it comes to trust, you know, it's about uh, trust badges. You know what I'm saying? So uh, you know, is your store, you know, protected? And there's a, like a McAfee app that I use in my store. And basically it sits in the bottom right hand corner and it says McAfee. And basically, you know, it kind of shows like the security. And then when people get to certain pages on my store, there's trust badges of how they can pay, you know, guaranteed payment, safe payment. You can pay with Visa, MasterCard, you know what I'm saying? With all, all the different payment, met- PayPal, all the different payment methods, you have badges. Also displaying your contact information um, on your website. So uh, people can come in and if they need to send you an email, they can easily find out how to contact you. Um, your email address should be in certain places within your store. You know what I'm saying? And so having, you know, ability, you know, and also if you have a phone number, you know, even better, if you have like a 1-800 number or a phone number that your customers can reach out to and it shows somewhere on your store, even the better because customers want to know 
hey, if I shop here, if I have issues, is there somebody that is going to be able to help me? And especially not being a large brand and like a new kid on the block, you know, you have to have, you know, that trust factor uh, there on your store in order for people to buy. So that really helps. Um, Another level of trust is what we call social proof. Now, when you're starting a store, social proof is kind of hard to pull off. There's some things that you can do for social proof, such as um, maybe generate mock-ups from a website like placeit.net, um, where you can, you know, get people uh, or create pictures of people wearing your designs and wearing your shirts and maybe put those on your store as opposed to just only having pictures of just the t-shirt show people wearing your t-shirt and then before you can get a photo shoot or if you haven't sold products yet that's a great way to do it is to get mock-ups and people just would like to see the product in another angle see it how it looks on a person and you know having that social proof adds to um you know the trust on your store but even for people who have already sold if you sold products if you have you know people buying your products and uh you know customers are, are, are buying what you have, you know, it's important to get those customers, pick customer pictures. You know what I'm saying? So you need to have a system in place uh, that is able to collect that user generated content, those customer pictures and plaster those pictures on different places like your homepage. Um, it could be on your cover on your homepage. It can be on your product pages. Um, it can be on, you know, different places on your website. So that really builds trust as well, because, you know, we're, we're kind of like, the way human mentality is, is like if other people are doing it, um, if other people are buying into it, if other people are purchasing, then it's probably OK for me to do it as well. And so having those uh, pictures up really help. Another thing is reviews. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, as I said, this is another thing that, uh, you know, may be difficult for you to do at the very beginning. Um, but it's easy to get some reviews, you know, even if you get one of your friends or your family to buy, you know, from your, your store and get a shirt and give it to them at a discount. What you're doing is you're building up reviews on your store. You're getting people to leave feedback. And it's, it's the same thing that I talked about, even about the pictures. People are reading reviews and they're seeing what people are saying. And if it's positive, they'll be inclined to move forward as well. So you need to have some type of review system after you start selling. But even when before you start selling, if you can find people to maybe buy your product um, and then leave some reviews, that really helps. One thing that uh, was very, very... So when I first sold on Amazon, um, one of the big tactics that I was taught was for our Amazon listings... <coughs> excuse me, reviews are very important. And so what they advised us or some of the coaches that I follow, what they advise to do is basically sell your product at like a discount, like a dollar, you know what I'm saying? Sell it at a dollar, you know, get about 40, 50, you know, 100, however many uh, you can spare, get get people to buy for a dollar. Those people would go ahead and write a review for it on Amazon. And that would build your listing and your credibility up really early. And you can do some of those same tactics on your e-commerce store. You know, find 20 people, 30 people that, you know, you can get to buy a shirt, get those shirts out to those people. They can come back and leave a review and then boom, you know, your store just looks, you know, that much trustworthy as well. Um, So that's very important and very important to do. And one thing that I like to use 
um, for my review system is an app in the Shopify store. It's called Looks. And Looks is really good because, um, you know, the reviews look clean. Uh, you know, people have the ability to not only leave word reviews, but it has pictures that go with it. And then it has widgets to display those uh, reviews all across your website. And so I really love Looks. Um, that's L-O-O-X. Um, and that's, you can, you know, get that specific app within the app store. But uh, it's really good. And, and I like it a lot. And it helps with the review system. And it's automated as you move forward and as you grow and people are buying from your store. So that is another factor. OK, um, so the other thing is, you know, your store needs to, to be put together in a way to where there's not a lot of friction. People need to be able to navigate around your store seamlessly. They don't need to get confused about the collections that you have. They don't need to be confused about, um, you know, what, what, you know, the labels on your pages, where is it taking you? Everything needs to be clear cut. You don't need to overcomplicate things. Some people will try to make their brands look fancy and have these fancy sayings, but when people are coming to your website, it's the very first time they're looking. You want them to understand as quickly as possible what your brand is about and how to get around to find what they're looking for. And so when it comes to, you know, search bars to be able to search and figure out what they want, that needs to be on point. And there's apps and things to be able to contribute to that. Um, when it comes down to, um, you know, like I said, collections, how do you name your collections? And then what are the products that you put in those collections? Uh, when they do click on the collection pages, are there ways that they can filter between maybe low price to high price or maybe bestseller? You know, there's different filters that uh, you can put in place um, that allows people to be able to search in your store very well. So we just want to make sure that our pages are like taken care of, our collection or our navigation uh, are seamless. You don't want friction and people to get to pages and get very confused and then they end up leaving your website. So uh, you need to have that in place. The other thing is your product pages need to be on point. So, you know, say you got a specific shirt that you just released and you have a product page. Some people that I speak to, they'll have a product page. They'll have, you know, this is what, you know, this is a shirt. Uh, you know, these are the sizes that you can get. And then this is how many shirts, you know, you can uh, order. And then they have like the add to cart button and that's it. And I'm like, that's not going to work. You know what I'm saying? Okay, you might have somebody that goes through. But when you get on the product pages, people want to know like, okay, if I hit this add to cart button and I go to check out, like, how long is it going to take me to get my product? You know what I'm saying? Or, uh, you know, what is the process uh, if my product comes and it's defected, uh, you know, what can I do? You know what I'm saying? Like, what is, what is the process? If I need to reach out to somebody, is there an email address? Um, you know, is there a size chart for, um, you know, the specific shirt that I'm getting so I can make sure I get the, the right size? And so there's factors that we want to display on our product pages to make sure that people understand everything that's going on. They understand what the process is. They don't have to search all over the store to find it. And then if they feel comfortable at that point, they'll hit the add to cart button and there'll be a percentage of people who will go all the way with the buying process. But the product pages are very important and so many people, uh, you know, just kind of like blow that off, but you need to really make sure uh, that's taken care of properly. Okay, so the other thing is, um, your, your website speed is a very important thing as well. 
Some people are going to click to your website and it's going to take too long to load. Some people are going to click and go to different pages on your website and it's going to take too long to load and they're going to bounce. And that's what the term is called. It's called bounce. When people get to a page and they don't take action, they'll bounce and they'll leave the website. And so one thing that really helps is, you know, making sure that, you know, you don't have a ton of apps, like especially on Shopify, you don't have a ton of apps that are loaded on your store that you don't use. If you don't use some of these apps, get rid of them because all of those apps have to load when people come to your website and it's taking longer to load. And so if you have any of those, get them out of there. Also, like your pictures, sizes. You know what I'm saying? Like some pictures are like really big files that slow down the computer because you are or slow down the website because they have to load. And there are apps out there and different things that help you compress pictures to be able to make the site go faster. Um, so that's another thing that will, will really help you um, and optimize your store as well. And then the other thing and the last thing that I want to talk about as far as uh, you know, having a store that is optimized when people get there, um, they understand like, uh, you know, what's going on and, 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 you know, they can understand the buying process and what your brand is about is the home page. And this is very important. And on the home page at the very top, the very first time somebody hits your website, um, you know, on that, on that first look, what we want to do is we want to have a statement. We want to have, um, you know, a, a statement that, talks about what our brand is about, that statement needs to be clear. You know what I'm saying? It needs to be clear cut. So if you're selling, you know, t-shirts for um, makeup artists, you know what I'm saying? You could say that this is the premier t-shirt collection for makeup artists who love their job, something like that. But, you know, you will put that type of saying like on the banner of the website. And that's the very first thing that shows up. And they're going to like, OK, I know what this is about. And then they'll move through and they'll go shopping. And then we want to have our homepage laid out in a certain way to where, you know, we can have the feature collection of the most popular collections shown first, because whatever, you know, we feel like is our best selling product, our best selling collection. That's where we want to lead them to. You know what I'm saying? And over time, you'll start understanding what your best products and collections are, but we want to lead them to those, you know, best-selling, uh, you know, places on your website first. Um, and then we want to have some social proof in your website and probably some reviews and uh, maybe a little bit about you and, you know, some customer pictures and stuff like that. But we just want to paint a clear picture on our homepage of what this brand is about, um, you know, and, and, and people can move forward that way, uh, you know, with, with shopping on your store. And so let's kind of do a quick recap and let's see if I can remember all the things we went through. So we talked about trust. And when we talked about trust, we talked about having product badges on certain places, um, having uh, social proof and customer pictures, also having reviews, uh, making sure that people are able to reach out to you via email and, you know, phone number. And, you know, that that information is clearly displayed so they can be able to find it and reach out if they need help. Um, you know, like I said, on the product pages, how long is it going to take uh, for people to get their orders? Um, you know, is there size dimensions? Uh, are there, you know, reviews there? You know, and, and so also when it comes down to like your site speed, um, you know, making sure that uh, you don't have a ton of apps loaded, um, making sure that um, you don't have like large pictures and you can press pictures and then also your homepage. You know what I'm saying? Are you giving a statement once they hit that homepage of what your brand is about? Is it clearly uh, are they able to clearly understand from a person who has never heard of you before, never been to your website before? Are they clearly understand if that brand or the, if, if that 
uh, you know, if your T-shirt brand or your T-shirt store is something that, you know, they can buy from, whether it's for themselves or somebody that they know, or they clearly understand what your store is about. So that is it, y'all. That's what um, I would talk about when it comes to an optimized e-commerce store. So, uh, you know, what, I, what I'll say about this is when it comes to your store, don't just put up a store. It's easy to just build out a store. You know what I'm saying? Like people do it all the time, but they do the bare minimum. And that's one of the reasons they are not getting results. And it's a proper way to do it. And if you ever want to learn the proper way to do it, I'm going to have some resources on tshirtmillionaires.com that can help you be able to optimize your store so you can increase that conversion rate, increase your customers, and then um, as a result, increase your sales. So with that being said, y'all, I truly appreciate it. Thank you so much. We've got through episode three. We'll get to episode four on the next one. Who knows what it'll be, what we'll talk about. But as I'm inspired, I'll make sure that I speak to you. Y'all be blessed and have a good one. heard what the man said. He said, leave his daddy a review. If you've gotten any value from this podcast, what I want you to do is subscribe and go leave a review. That's going to help it rise to the top of the charts. I want t-shirt millionaires to be number one so I can reach more people, inspire more people, and change more lives. Thank you so much, and I'll talk to you on the next episode.